evening, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your somewhat daily chat. It's the post game from the Patriots and Packers preseason contest, which ended early due to a very frightening scene in the fourth quarter with roughly 10 minutes remaining. Isaiah Bolden, a rookie defensive back for the Patriots, in on a tackle of Malik Heath, um, went down to the ground and lay there motionless for several minutes. Uh, obviously, deep concern from both sides, Patriots and Packers. Uh, Malik Heath was very concerned. That's a guy he actually has trained with this offseason, knows him well. Um, and then after Bolden was taken to the locker room, uh, Bill Belichick and Matt LaFleur had some discussions, talked with their teams, and the decision was made to end the game early and suspend play, uh, effectively putting it in the books. Uh, obviously, it's a preseason game. It doesn't make any sense to continue in that situation. Uh, obviously, the, the right call, the best call that could possibly be made. Matt LaFleur afterwards was, I'm not going to say shook, but he, it was clear that it, he was very affected, as he obviously would be, um, by the proceedings, everything that transpired there in the fourth quarter. Bolden has all feelings and extremities is the word from the Patriots. They have not specified any type of what, what the injury actually is, was, uh, contain, you know, what he is actually dealing with. We don't know. There's been no reporting about it other than to say he has been taken to a local hospital. Um, and like I said, has all feelings in his extremities, which is obviously, uh, wonderful, fantastic news. It's a sobering moment, a reminder of how violent this game can be. Uh, as Matt said in his post-game presser, everyone steps on a football field, knows the risks, and knows uh, why it's so important to go um, a million miles an hour each and every play. You don't ever want to go into a situation thinking about being injured. A lot of times that's when it happens. Um, but yes, a, a striking um, kind of a surreal experience. I have to say it was very odd being at the game tonight. I was in the press box and haven't been up there in quite a while. And to see it, the game come kind of a screeching halt in that regard. Been in that situation before where we've had long pauses and the cart comes out and then play continues. Um, it's the first time I've seen a game just suspended um, at Lambeau. Uh, obviously last year with the DeMar Hamlin situation, fresh in everybody's mind, Undoubtedly, that, that that was part of the conversation and makes all the sense in the world. And LaFleur did indicate that Roger Goodell was involved in those conversations as well. Um, everybody just obviously hoping for the best for uh, the young man who was injured. I will talk, obviously, football here tonight, and uh, we'll go over everything that we saw prior to the suspension of play. Um, but it's a good reminder, it's a good reminder of Carpe Diem right, laid out there before each and every one of us. It was interesting. I was walking back to from the press box down to where the media auditorium is. I was walking along with Bill Huber, and we both noted how incredibly eerily, eerily quiet it was as the concourse kind of let out. And the Packer fans were, you know, even win, lose, what have you, that's almost always a bustling, lively kind of feel to – everyone leaving Lambeau Field, and tonight it was very, very um, quiet, and uh, obviously, which I'm not surprised by, really, but it was very notable. Um, I think everybody's got, you know, it shakes you to kind of a, a realization about how precious it all is, and uh, you don't want to ever lose sight of that. Um, 
But like I said, we will talk ball. We will talk about everything that transpired, including another, I would say, promising outing from Jordan Love. Uh, clearly, things started a little, uh, a little rough with the botch snap and the fumble and uh, the giving up of the, the ball there, uh, you know, on a short field. Um, defense looked like they had held them, but then they had the Valentine interference call to give the Patriots new renewed life on the one yard line, and they punched it in. But after that, I thought the Packers did a nice job on offense of kind of regrouping and getting, you know, some real positive things out of their next two drives. Uh, Jordan Love ending with that phenomenal throw to Jaden Reed for the touchdown. I asked him about it afterwards, and, you know, he, he said the route was phenomenal. He had one inside right off, right out of the gate. Uh, he had to wait for him to clear the linebacker, so it was a second window throw, but you talk about a phenomenal job of just putting it right where it needed to be against some really n- good coverage. I mean, the corner's right there, and Jordan leads him perfectly, so he doesn't have to break stride. And then, of course, he makes a great play, kind of bouncing off a guy into the end zone. Uh, rookie's exciting, no question about it. And this is after the just phenomenal play that Romeo Dobbs made up the right sideline on that go ball. Uh, that was That was exciting, and the fact that, it looked like Dobbs was pretty confident that he had gotten his feet in before going out of bounds. Uh, good job by Matt and company uh, as far as the replay operation and knowing to throw that challenge flag and winning the challenge, obviously. Um, just another phenomenal play. And I will say something that I didn't note uh, when watching the replay of the touchdown. Uh, it's great. Now we have back-to-back weeks of Zach Tom locking someone down at right tackle while Jordan Love has all day in the pocket to throw a touchdown pass. I could get used to that. That'd be great if that became a regular feature of Packers Sundays because we've seen it now two weeks in a row. Um, On the defensive side, man, you talk about a couple of guys had real nice nights. Uh, Obviously, Kingsley and Igbari, I think, is the star of the game pretty much. Uh, Just a great night for him. And – you saw Brenton Cox flash a number of times, but man, Carl Brooks was everywhere tonight. I mean, they were using him up and down the defensive front, and he kept wrecking plays. I mean, Wooden made a few nice, uh, had a few nice penetrations as well, but man, Carl Brooks just owned the Patriots tonight. I mean, you talk about a really promising performance. And I know the Patriots' offensive line is somewhat talent deficient, uh, to put it kindly, but. Um, yeah, just a really nice night. Now, uh, on the flip side, I thought very, uh, very not a tough night, but, you know, a sobering evening for Carrington Valentine. Two third-down penalties to keep and extend Patriots drives tonight. Um, one, like I said, there in the end zone to give them first and goal on the one. Those are the rookie kind of growing pains, the things you you, you got to fight through and, you know, bounce back from, which I think he did for the most part. Um, and the other tough night was Shamar Jean Charles. I thought, man, you talk about a guy who's hanging by a thread, I would say, uh, as far as this roster goes. I'm, if he can at least maybe shore up a couple spots on, like as you know, number one on some special teams units, maybe he's got a shot to stick around. But just a tough performance for Jean Charles, uh, John Charles tonight. And those are all my initial kind of thoughts, reactions, what have you. I'll, I'll get to your questions in a moment. Um, I do want to say I really appreciate everyone who I saw throughout both kind of pregame as I was walking to the press box, and then uh, Corey and I were on the sidelines prior to the game, and a number of people 
got shouted out, got selfies, what have you, while, while we were there watching warm-ups. And I really appreciate each and every one of you who say hello. Uh, met a couple people who work at Lambeau tonight who say they watch the show all the time. So that really means a lot. The fact that people who are with the organization in any capacity uh, utilize Cheesehead TV is kind of mind-blowing to me and amazing. So thank you. Thank you very much. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's see what people are talking about here in the comments. What's going on, everybody? Uh, RJS, 31, get any snaps on teams? I'd have to go back and look at it. That's one of the – I'm sorry to sound like coach, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to look at the tape. I can't say that I was, uh, I was, you know, actively looking for it. Mario, thanks for the super chat. Jordan Love is our guy. Week one can't come soon enough. Bears fans in for a rude awakening. Uh, what's interesting is Matt um, – not only kept the door open, but seemed to indicate that Jordan will pl- play again uh, next week against Seattle, which, as we all know, is not the norm here in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But I think it makes a world of sense. Get him as many kind of practice game reps as possible uh, prior to that week one matchup. But, yes, Jordan Love, he's the man. Doug Hype, what's up, man? Shout out from Cheesehead TV, Secret Zoom, a.k.a. the Soder and Doug Hype Show, our chonker of the game, Enigbare. No doubt about it. Yeah, I hope uh, the Care of the G Club members and Patreon members hope you enjoyed the hangout tonight um, on the Zoom. Uh, I'll probably do that again next week for the final preseason game as well. So I'm glad you guys uh, were able to utilize it. Soder, what's up? Both QBs look good hitting tight windows. Agreed. Man, I'll tell you what. Sean Clifford does not give up. Man, he is going to throw into a window. I mean, well, there are like three dudes around Malik Heath at one point, and he just throws it up and lets his guy go make a play in the middle of the field. Yeah, I don't have to tell you how uh, few and far between those throws have been in Green Bay, Wisconsin, for the last number of years. Uh, but, man, Heath went up, made a play for him. Oh, and another guy I thought who had a really good night was Grant DuBose. I thought he played his ass off, and you saw him again with a couple nice catches, something we've really seen kind of start to – become a regularity uh the last couple joint practices as well uh but yes both qbs they don't they don't seem to be phased by having to stick it in there so to speak fading west thanks for the super chat i know this is preseason but do you think the hamlin situation set a precedent for how the league will handle things like this somewhat yes like i said at the the, kind of the opening i i don't doubt for a moment that that's on everybody's mind as they're discussing and making the decision right I do think, though, that if this has been a regular season game, they most likely continue. But because it was a preseason game, they decided to shut it down. But I do find it interesting, to your point, 
it didn't used to be this way. Like I said, I've been in Lambeau before where there have been very serious injuries that require, you know, completely immobilizing a guy to get him on the cart and get him back to the locker room, and then play continues, right? I do think in the wake of the Hamlin incident and situation, I think you'll see this become a bit more prevalent. Yeah, I, I don't doubt for a moment. You know, now it, it obviously it has to be agreed upon by both teams, and the commissioner has to sign off on it. So those are you know three kind of voices that have to be heard in each and every situation. But I, I don't think there's any way it can't you know, inform how they deal with it going forward. Vex, thanks for the super chat, man. I heard someone say Malik Heath is wide receiver four, but what do you think the depth chart is for wide receiver squad one through four five? Um, you, know, I, you guys know, I, I think that's pretty much folly because you don't, it's not Madden. You don't put a guy at one and then he runs all these one routes, you know? It, it's very interchangeable, and how guys are u- utilized and how they produce from week to week is going to be dependent on what they're trying to do from the offensive game plan, how they think they can take advantage of certain players on the defense or their defensive tendencies or what scheme they run. Uh, and then, like, look, it's funny because I talk about this almost every summer with a few people in personnel with the Packers. It, it, it inevitably shakes out on its own due to injuries. You don't look much further tonight than Wicks, you know, going down with an injury, uh, going out. It, it, eventually someone's going to get nicked and you're going to have to kind of keep moving forward. And sometimes that kind of helps shake things out all on its own, Right. Um, and it's really unfortunate because Wicks was really starting to kind of cook in camp. But who knows now how long he might be out. Um, and now, obviously, we have no reporting on the severity of any of the injuries. So, um, yeah, I think I did say, though, I said on Twitter, I don't – I mean, there is going to be a real discussion about keeping Malik Keith. I mean, he's got to at least contribute somewhere on special teams. But he's making it real hard not to include him. That is for sure because he is just – Falling out every time he touches the football field. Peter, thanks for the super chat. Was Jordan Love's TD drive against mostly the twos? Uh, not from what the Patriots beat guys were saying. Like it sounds like it was a mix. It's a decent mix. There were some ones out there, but there were definitely some backups out there as well. But um, it certainly wasn't the second string, if that's what you're asking. Vex, thanks for the super chat. Can we please stop starting Josh Myers? <laughs> Uh, all right, all right. I don't think Josh had a terrible night, actually. And if you hear the explanation of what happened, it makes sense because they are trained, and this is something he did all the time with Aaron Rodgers. They thought, and several guys along the offensive front, thought that the defensive end had jumped into the neutral zone. And when that happens, how many times have we seen not only Josh Myers, but it goes back to Corey Lindsley, snap the football to try and get you know the penalty, essentially, and get a free play. The official felt that he what he didn't get in that he got back apparently and so there was no penalty and Jordan wasn't ready and the ball just sailed past him. You know now it's obviously that's what he's been Josh has been told to do. So it's hard for me to like kill Josh Myers for it when that's literally the head coach literally just said that's how we train them. Like he's doing what he's told. So hard for me to kill Josh on that one. Doug, thanks again, buddy. Since I was not at the game to buy you a beer, here's more beer money. The O-line, Tom Bombadil bows to no one. <laughs> Very correct, Doug. Thanks for the beer, man. Really appreciate it. Joe, thanks for the super chat. I was okay with the Tom penalty after they go after your QB. Shades of TJ Lang. Heath is a beast. Brooks looking like day three steel. That is all. Yeah, we. I, I asked Jordan about uh, kind of the post 
hit brouhaha. The, uh, Tom ended up getting a, a penalty because of it. Um, you know, he said some wor- he said uh, some words were exchanged. Uh, but yes, I absolutely loved Zach Tom sticking up for his quarterback. You love to see that uh, that mentality of you do not fuck with my guy. Dog, love it. Soder, thanks for the super chat. The awesomeness of Cheesehead TV can't be denied. Uh, I think there's some people out there that would disagree with that sentiment, Soder, but I appreciate you, man. Thank you. John, thanks for the super chat. Carlson's season is well underway. Promising showing. Yes, it was a promising showing. How about that? How about that? You know? Pretty decent stuff there at the end of the first half, hitting that 52-yarder. That's not an easy kick, and he nailed it. Good stuff, man. Uh, Badger Trio, what's up, man? On Sportsman Read TD, why was that game seen nothing? On Sportsman Read TD. Oh, uh, after the touchdown, there was the Unsportsman call. Was it on? I think it was on Zach Tom, um, if I remember right. Um, but I didn't, I didn't see a replay. I, I'm assuming he said something. Um, and there are certain things you cannot say now, and if they hear you say them on the football field, you will get flagged. It's kind of crazy. But it's true. But, yeah, we're not privy to what was said. Portmaster, thanks for Super Chat. Hope you and everyone at Cheesehead TV have a good night. Oh, thank you so much. That's very, very nice of you, man. Hope you're doing well, Portmaster. Always good to have you here. Brandy's here. What's up, Brandy? How you doing? Um, Malik Heath a little shook up. Matt, I think it's completely understandable. Like I said at the top of the stream, uh, he's trained with Bolden all offseason and knows him pretty well. And you see someone that you've worked with and you know and you respect, and then you see that happen and you know you were part of the play where it happened. I can only imagine how tough that must be, no doubt. Um, Quicker than fast podcast. What's up? Carlson will have some great games this year and have a couple laid eggs, but he has a leg for sure. Very true. Sanjay, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're very perceptive here just with the – this is all it says. This is all the comment says. Rashid Walker. How about Rashid Walker getting the call with the ones to go out there and play left tackle with David Bakhtiari not suiting up and holding it down? Kid looked good against a really good defensive front. Uh, that's You're talking about coming along and like stating your case. Who this offseason was talking about Rashid Walker being in the mix? Not too many. I'm, I certainly wasn't. Uh, but he, I thought he held up pretty damn well tonight. Alex, thanks for the super chat, man. So when are we going to start the movement to have them play All You Need Is Love in Lambeau after a big play on offense? I'll talk to uh, the stadium ops people. But I will say, I'm glad you brought that up, Alex, only to point out that tonight, this is true, the, the crowd started to do the wave while the Packers were on offense, and the Packers had a video ready of Jordan Love. It comes up on the Jumbotron and says, the wave, he says, Jordan Love says to the crowd, the wave, while we're on offense, save it for when we're on defense. That really happened. I mean, fair play to Stadium Ops for knowing their, <laughs> for knowing their audience. I love it. I love it. Kevin, thanks to Super Chat, man. Have you ever been to the Packers German Bar Prost in Chicago? Might go there for week one or stay on my couch and yell by myself. I have not been to Prost. I've heard of it. Can't say I've ever been, though. Uh, if you go, please give me a review. Joneser, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. 
Goody killed the last two drafts. Haters mad. I mean, they're promising. They're promising, but nothing. nobody's arrived yet, man. There's still a lot of ball game left. A lot of ball game left. But the promise is real. And if these guys develop, like obviously we hope they do, yeah, then Goody can maybe sit back, light a cigar, and say, how you like me now? But we got a long way to go. Long way to go. Bourbon and base, what's up? Am I nuts, but is the Packers' defensive front the most athletic it has been in a year? In a year or years? Um, man, I tell you what, the addition of, of Brooks and Wooden, it's a serious injection of athleticism and explosiveness. Um, I think Devontae Wides had a really good camp. And you obviously have Kenny there and TJ Slayton holding it down. Man, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Now, the caveat is always I got to see it when it matters, right? You know, when people are game planning for you and things like that. But it's getting exciting. I'm right there with you. Max Rebo, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. Super random, but did you catch the Laravee hot mic early in the fourth? I think he called the refs sloppy, and it was funny. Um, appreciate you, Nags. Oh, Max, thank you. No, I didn't. I we don't get to. I can't hear the radio while we're in the press box. Um, Tom Mulheron, actually, local legend. I uh, grew up watching him on television. He is the press box announcer who basically gives us down a distance and like the tackle and uh, who was completed to or who ran the ball and stuff like that. He kind of does a play-by-play for the press box. Um, so we don't get to hear Wayne and Larry, unfortunately. Clifford has an eagle eye. I think the kid just knows ball. And you throw in the idea that you throw in the fact that he is just a fucking gunslinger and unafraid. That's undoubtedly going to get him in trouble at some times for, you know, in some moments. But, man. Yes, you, he has an eagle eye. He sees and knows how coverages operate and where the windows are going to be. And I think he understands, like, he doesn't have the strongest arm in the world, so he's got to rise and fire, right? He's got to be on time. So he's hitting stuff right when it's breaking open and right when guys will be ready for it. Um, it's fun to watch, man. It's fun to watch. Uh, Soder again, what's up, man? No Watson targets. What say you? It's preseason. There were few few Musgrave targets too but Musgrave did play every snap that Jordan Love did once again thanks to the eagle eyes of justice for that one uh, let's go through the targets shall we Malik Heath had five targets tonight Dobbs had two DeBose had four Reed had two Wilson had two out of the backfield Musgrave had three Watts Crest had one each Taylor had three DeGuara had two and Torre had one um, I will say I, something I talked I kind of leaned over to Andy Herman at one point. Uh, he was sitting next to me in the press box. And I said, it's, I think it's interesting that Torrey got every single rep at both return spots. That feels like a guy who's maybe on the bubble. You know, the idea being they've started to kind of unearth these really athletic, dynamic players, really young guys that you're going to want to get out there and play. Torrey's not the most dynamic player. They like him. He knows the offense. But maybe, okay, if we can use him at returner, that at least can justify keeping him around. That's, it looks like it felt like a long look to kind of like try to help make a decision as to whether to keep him or not. Um, that's just obviously total guesswork on my part, but something I think that bears watching. You know, because if you're talking about, we're all talking about Malik Heath, and then it, you, you talk about everything that happened with uh, 
Dubose being gone for so long and then now starting to come on and really showing that promise that they obviously liked. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting, man. And I, but I do think it's going to make it hard for Torrey at, at, at some point. Uh, Andrew, thanks for the super chat. Extended look at Mr. Magoo next week? <laughs> I doubt it, Andrew. The, the reps are too valuable, and they need Jordan needs to get his, and Clifford needs his, and I just I doubt it. But you never know. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Uh, the Packers suspending play along with the New England Patriots after uh, uh, the very, very scary injury to Bolden. Obviously, all of our thoughts and prayers are with him and the, everyone, all, his family, what have you. Um, really hoping that we get a positive outcome, some positive news later tonight or sometime tomorrow. Uh, in the meantime, I'll be back tomorrow with Packers Daily. Uh, please hit like on the video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.